Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Come Follow Me Today, a brief message to help us experience an additional spiritual moment in our otherwise complicated lives. My name is Caleb Sanford, and thank you for joining me as we accept Christ's invitation to follow him today. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the story of Naaman in the book of 2 Kings. Naaman was a captain in the Syrian army who had previously won a battle against the Israelite army and also happened to suffer from leprosy. It's interesting to note that the Syrians must not have ostracized people with leprosy the same way that we read about in other stories in the Bible. So Naaman hears that there's a prophet in Israel that may be able to cure him of his leprosy. So he makes the journey to visit Elisha, who Elijah had previously given the prophetic mantle to. Well, Elisha doesn't even go out to meet Naaman, but instead sends out his servant to give Naaman some instructions on what to do to cure his leprosy. Quote, And Elisha sent a messenger unto him, saying, Go and wash in Jordan seven times, and thy flesh shall come again to thee, and thou shalt be clean. But Naaman was wroth and went away and said, Behold, I thought he will surely come out to me and stand and call on the name of the Lord his God and strike his hand over the place and recover the leper. Are not Abana and Farpar, rivers of Damascus, better than all the waters of Israel? May I not wash in them and be clean? So he turned and went away in a rage. End quote. So Naaman's pretty upset about all this. Not only his, his ego bruised that Elisha couldn't even be bothered to talk to him, a great Syrian captain in person, but the fact that he was told to do something so trivial like swimming in a river, and in a relatively dirty river by his Syrian standards. It was too much for him. He turns around and is going to head home. But his servants plead with him to try out the solution. Quote, And his servants came near and spake unto him and said, My father, if the prophet had bid thee do some great thing, wouldst thou not have done it? How much rather then when he saith to thee, Wash and be clean? Then went he down and dipped himself seven times in Jordan, according to the saying of the man of God. And his flesh came again like unto the flesh of a little child, and he was clean. End quote. Okay, so this is obviously a really great story for all of us to remember that the Lord doesn't necessarily ask us to do grand gestures of faith in order to receive his blessings. He just wants us to listen to his prophets and be diligent in our efforts to keep his commandments and serve his children. Are we consistently trying to learn more about our Savior Jesus Christ by studying the scriptures and going to church? Are we ministering to those in our community that are in need of a friend or a helping hand or a plate of cookies? Are we sharing our wealth and blessings with the less fortunate? Are we making an effort to hear the words of our living prophets and apply them in our lives? Like bathing in the River Jordan, none of these things may seem critical to our eternal progression to the point that we may not even do them because we may think that it's not a big deal. But it's what the Lord wants from us. But I think there's another valuable lesson from this story of Naaman. The reason that he seeks out Elisha the prophet to begin with is because one of his wife's servants had mentioned to her, quote, and she said unto her mistress, would God my Lord were with the prophet that is in Samaria, for he would recover him of his leprosy, end quote. Now, what's interesting about this girl is that she was an Israelite herself who had been taken captive in the spoils of war by Naaman after defeating the Israelites in battle. So even though she had been abducted by this man, even though she'd been taken away from her own family, perhaps never to see them or her homeland again, even after suffering from this trauma, she still had faith in God and in his prophets. 
And she still had compassion for all of God's children that were suffering, even if it was the man that had taken her away from her home. This is a powerful example of someone who was able to maintain their faith despite the adversity they were experiencing. Someone who believed the Lord could help others even while suffering through trials themselves. So as you and I strive to accept our Savior's invitation to follow him today, and as we continue to work through the trials in our own lives, let's remember to do the little things that our God wants us to do to keep building our faith and our desire to follow in Christ's footsteps, and to have compassion for others in their suffering, even as we may be struggling through our own challenges at the same time. Thank you for listening today, and I'll see you next time.